Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420 and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075 are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, May 29th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved to virtual. Eventually, sometime we'll be back in studio. Uh, you can listen to our show on podcast. It'll also air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And you'll notice if you're watching us live on Facebook that my co-host, Keelan Harvey, is actually not here today. Um, I'm going to be flying uh, solo. Keelan's totally fine, but just not going to be able to be on the show today. Uh, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Uh, if there's any questions, you can call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online at themoneyr.com. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And our lineup for today's show, we're going to be starting out with a panel conversation uh, after we do our regular money chat. We have Sherry Puxky of Windermere Real Estate and Claire Jones of clarification coaching. And also I'll be having a separate conversation with Sherry on buying and selling safely during COVID-19 and followed by my conversation with Claire on successfully pivoting your business during challenging times. Great information and great guests in studio. As always, you can connect with our guests by calling the show at 1-855-411-50 or going online at themoneyhour.com. And even though we don't have Keelan on the show today, I'm going to still start out like we regularly do with a little money chat. Money. Money. Not like our money chat music, but just like the popular song, Baby Come Back. Workers are coming back. We're seeing continued unemployment claims drop by 4 million and workers. There are still 25 million people receiving unemployment benefits, 2.1 million new filers this week. So still about 10% of what we saw before COVID, uh, but it's third of where it was at the peak. So it's improving, but still a little worrisome. Uh, these are real-time estimates and unemployment rate, estimating 14.8 when factoring in continued claims and people coming back to work. Also, estimating that the PPP, the payroll protection loans, are temporarily giving about 3.2% boost to that figure. So when you take PPP out, it's closer to about 18% on real-time unemployment. We also received GDP gross domestic product. It's a little bit old as far as because it's coming from Q1 and a second look. And the first look showed a negative of 4.8%. The second look showed a negative of 5%. 
while these are just preliminary estimates, they were uh, really interesting, so I wanted to share them with you today. Q3, expecting a bounce back of about 15%, but the way the figures need to work, we need to come back more than that in order to see a positive number. So definitely a little bit of a negative read there. Now down 34%, we need to be up about 50% to break even. Also pending home sales, this is signed contracts for the month of April. People actually shopping for homes and signing on the dotted line, expecting to drop 15% on a year-over-year -year basis, down 34%. Uh, this is on existing homes. And, uh, you know, if you we take a little bit of a look at that, but it's really an important indicator because it gives you more of the real-time look of what's happening in the month of April. Down to is to be expected, but it's still opt optimistic in the housing to be resilient. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But even though the expectation for 2020 will be down 11%, the medium home price is expected to rise about 4%. Now, this is not appreciation, but the medium home price. So the housing market's going to be good, just a little bit bumpy. Uh, what we're worried about is the rate of unemployment being elevated. So real estate usually follows unemployment as far back as you look at history when the unemployment numbers um, are good, real estate good, is good. Unemployment not so good, real estate not so good. So let's hope that the unemployment rate doesn't rise, but instead it comes in lower. Now, what's interesting when you look at the data and you're actually in my space or in like Sherry's space, which is in the real estate space, is we're talking kind of what's happening nationally. The the numbers are, are what's happening in uh, behind the scenes in our industry and in our local market is crazy. Every single offer that has came into our office has been multiple offers. Now I work in a in a pretty demanding area. And so what's happening is there's not a lot of sellers that are listing as many sellers, obviously, uh, during COVID. But what was interesting to see is there are lots of buyers, more buyers stories. So I thought with a mandatory shutdown, we'd actually have no real estate action out there, but it is the exact opposite. So it's crazy busy. What's gonna happen when we get back to what our new normal is gonna look like? I think obviously more sellers are gonna come into the market, but I think more buyers are gonna come into the market as well. So what we see locally here, I think we're in a really strong market. And with the interest rates as low as they are, Again, historical low interest rates. I am not quoting interest rates today because there is a lot of factors, credit score qualifying, uh, type of loan, down payment. Obviously, what the current bond market is doing, how it's trading, which is a direct impact what mortgage rates are going to do. But right now on a 30-year fix with great credit, you can get an interest rate under 3%. Again, depending on qualifying, I need to put that disclosure in there. So I've been in the industry for 25 years. I've never seen rates like this. Uh, so it's a great time to take advantage of the market, get out there and see what you can uh, purchase if your home is out there. So coming up next on the Money Hour panel conversation with Sherry Putsky of Windermere Real Estate. And also we have Claire Jones of Clarification Coaching right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Are you a business builder that wants to implement research-backed strategies that save time and money? Claire Jones with Liminal Clarity helps people just like you get crystal clear about where their time and energy is best spent in order to create sustainable long-term success for their businesses. 
Claire is a certified leadership coach and business consultant that has worked with small businesses for over 15 years. Her mission is to act as your trusted guide so that you can create the right schedules, the right marketing strategies, and the right processes and systems to build your dream business. This is Claire Jones with Liminal Clarity. To learn more about my offerings, please visit my website at liminalclarity.com. Again, that's liminalclarity.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the May 29th virtual show because of COVID-19. Our show is temporarily moved virtual, but you can also listen to us on podcast, or you can still catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. and a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, flying a little bit solo here. As you can see, Keelan, my co-host, is not on the show with us today. It's a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but if you'd like to connect with the guests that we have on the show, you can call on the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, panel conversation with Sherry Puxky of Windermere Real Estate and Claire Jones of Clarification Coaching, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome, Sherry and Claire. So it's Excited to have both of you on the show today. Thank, Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's uh, go ahead and talk about uh, what's happening in the current environment uh, for the two of you. Claire, what about you? What's happening uh, in your business? It's definitely been some interesting times. Um, my particular business model hasn't been too affected because I do work from home normally. Um, so it's usual routines for me over here. But what I have been noticing is really the difference in businesses who are thriving right now and businesses who are struggling right now. It's really interesting. I've been using the metaphor of a earthquake actually to help describe this current situation because in order to survive an earthquake, a building both has to be structurally sound as well as flexible enough to move with the quake itself. And I'm seeing that really as a good parallel to what businesses are thriving and which ones are being challenged right now. You know, and that's a, that's a really interesting way to look at it because yeah, it's, it's so true. I feel so blessed in the mortgage space with low interest rates. As I shared in money chat, there are tons of buyers out there, not enough properties to go around. And the virtual has really been an easy transition for our entire team. We've done a lot virtually before, We just took away the ability to meet face-to-face, but a lot of our clients were choosing the virtual options because it was more convenient and we've been, you know, uh, e-signing and all of that stuff. So it's been, it's been really easy and you kind of forget what's happening out there to a lot of businesses when you're in an industry where you can thrive in a challenging time for a lot of others. So uh, yeah, makes total sense. Sherry, what about you? You're, you're in a little bit of the, uh, the same space as I am just on a different side of it on real estate, how are you faring? Um, You know, all things considered, I'd say fairly well. Um, It's a little bit more challenging to do my job virtually than it is to do your job virtually. But with that being said, we are getting creative um, as needed. And there's still a lot of real estate transacting um, in light of COVID. 
Yes. All right. So um, do you think, uh, Claire, let's go back to you. Do you think that you're going to be conducting business differently when we get back to, I know you hear people talking about uh, the new norm because the chances that we're really going to get back into an old normal, there's going to be and different types of things that might come out on the positive side of COVID-19. It'll be interesting, but what do you see in your space as a new norm? Yeah, for sure. It's been interesting because I'm kind of debating what to do about it um, because I do a lot of networking in person, especially in big groups. And so I'm wondering how I'm going to feel once I start returning to those spaces because I'm also a hugger. So do I actually, you know, hug the people that I'm seeing and do we shake hands or do I spray myself down when I leave the big meetings? And it's, I'm really thinking about that person to person interaction and how that's going to affect the way that I do business because I do genuinely care about the people that I interact with. So how can I communicate that in ways that it is different from what I did before. Yeah. And you know, that's, I've, I've tried and I, I can't remember the speaker um, that came to one of, I brought in a guest speaker for one of my power hour lunch and learns, which we do monthly, which by the way, is now virtual. Of course, everything that we do has moved to virtual platforms. I've got a lot of different events on a regular basis in my, my platform, this being uh, the money are being one of them. Uh, but I heard a speaker say once that some people are huggers and others are not. And they're, it's not really in between. And I've always been just like you. I'm like all in. I'm, you know, <laughs> to give that hug and that warm welcome. So when I heard her talk about that, I, I intentionally took a step back before Koba. I took mm-hmm. a step back to, to just kind of wait to see of how that, you know, if that was going to be an appropriate space, uh, you know, there. And so I think it's going to be weird because I think we're all going to be there. It's like we're waiting to see what the other person, what the other person does. And, you know, so it's going to be really interesting. Uh, something that I I've literally have not gotten up out of my house, but maybe once every two weeks. So there's been, we, I have done some social distancing uh, with my daughter and, Uh, my mom recently and wanted to get out to the grocery store, uh, not let my husband choose what I'm going to bring in for the social distancing get together. But, and, and it's interesting because I'm such a smiler. So whenever I, I run into any stranger, I'm always making an attempt to have eye contact and smile. And just because that's the way I am, it makes me feel good. And I know that it could help if somebody else might be in a bad space to get a I get a smile from a stranger. So what I've been noticing that I'm doing is actually trying to have that contact with my eyes only Mm -hmm. because there's no, they can't see my mouth. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I just wanted to throw that in. Uh, You know, obviously we're going to get out of that because I hope we're not going to be wearing masks forever, but it's, it's really, it's interesting. So Sherry, what about you? What do you see in things being different in the new norm in your space, real estate? Really, almost everything is different right now in terms of how we buy, sell, and show. Um, all of our partners in this process are, are working remotely from home, and I'm just grateful that they're all considered to be an essential service so that we can, in, in fact, transact. Um, but in, in terms of buying and selling, um, we're not able to do open houses right now, which is a really big change in terms of how we promote and expose our listings. Um, now, with that being said, uh, showings we're still able to do, but there's a lot of restrictions in how we do them. 
for example, there can only be a total of two people in the home at a time, uh, which includes me. And so that means if I'm showing properties to a couple, um, it's one at a time or me standing outside so the couple can go together. And so there's a, a uniqueness to it, to say the least. And obviously families, it's it's even more challenging with small children and whatnot. But uh, it's, it's about setting expectations and having upfront conversations with clients so they understand the process. And uh, you know, everybody's been great about it, obviously. Uh, everybody's best interest is at heart and um, everybody has the same end goal objective. Yeah, it's going to be interesting watching on the real estate space, um, what's going to, you know, be changing. And, um, you know, when we get when we get through, uh, through COVID, we for my entire team, we all have private offices at the office. But I'm, you know, think if you're in cubicles, how are they going to be adjusting the new norm and what cubicle spaces are going to look like? And, you know, we don't have anybody here representing uh, today and talking about contractors, but I know there's a lot of conversation with contractors and, and how they're going to be able to come in and help restaurants uh, when they're opening up and how they're going to readjust for them to have more social distance distancing when we're going in and, and dining. So yeah, it's, it's just, it's still, it's not as surreal as it was when it happened, but you still get that surrealness when you're thinking about, you know, what's going on and how things are going to completely uh, change when we get out of this. So Claire, what about uh, skills? You know, I know that everybody has gained skills on virtual. And, you know, as I shared, we've been virtual for years. I run a complimentary coaching program, a little shout out for my program. One time your business.com is the website all spelled out. It's a powerful eight weeks. I run it nonstop every week, eight weeks, clock hour certified for real estate agents, 15 hours, by the way, the first one in all of Washington state to ever be certified virtually. I started the virtual train, train um, uh, for that Natalie Danielson, a shout out to her. Thank you. She was my uh, school that I got my class course certified. So we've been we've been virtual and that's always been virtual. Uh, it's available for all business professionals as well. If you're interested in time management, business efficiency, so you can have the quality of life that you want to have. Uh, join me there. I would love to have you. So everybody has now gone virtual and it's a, it's a new you know, a new norm for everyone. But Claire, what else are you seeing that skills that you've gained because of COVID? Well, um, on the personal side of things, I've learned how to bake bread. <laughs> um, <No>. and, <laughs> That's uh, a hard one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Business-wise, it was a skill that I was had beforehand, but I've really learned to develop it in the last couple months is learning how to read people's emotions virtually because we are doing so many more interactions online. And most, a lot of my meetings were already online, but having that extra depth of tapping into my intuition and being able to ride the other person's emotional experience has been really a growth curve for me in the last couple of months and really leaning into that skill set. Yeah, that is, that's awesome. Sherry, what about you? What new skills have you gained? Um, having to become a little bit more tech savvy in terms of doing my own video. I mean, I, I've done that, but it's usually with a crew. So um, learning how to navigate that world. Fortunately, a lot of my clients are super tech savvy and my clientele is tech. And so that's been, that's been great in terms of being able to engage with them. And I think that there's been opportunities that have 
come out of this uh, as a result of that. And just picking up the phone and having an opportunity to connect with people, there's a higher likelihood of going old fashioned and picking up the phone and, and you know, getting an answer on the other end because people are generally home and more available than they have been before. So um, nothing uh, earth shattering there, but just really taking advantage of the opportunity to reconnect with people. Yeah, and that's so true. And I think all of the small things that we do is earth shattering when it becomes a regular part because it has that ripple and that compound effect. And I think it's amazing all of the the little tools and things that people are taking away that are going to completely change the efficiency of their business, uh, learning to connect on different levels. Uh, uh, love that. So uh, Sherry kind of mentioned a, a little bit uh, about Claire, kind of where I wanted to go with my last question is, a uh, challenge that you have had during COVID and how have you overcome that challenge? Mm, mm, that's a good one. For me personally, the challenge has been my social isolation because I do live by myself. So it's just me and my dog. And as you've mentioned, I'm only going out of the house maybe once every two weeks. And so having to really invest in my social networks and reach out to people and make sure that I do stay in contact if I can't see people in people in person. That's definitely been a yeah. challenge for me. Yeah. Do you have any critters at home? Yes. It's me and my little dog. He's a, you know, 10 pound well, at least here you got a dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. And I, I get, and that makes total sense. I'm, you know, I'm married 25 years of, of marriage. And so it can go both ways on, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, I, I wish I was uh, single right now and have some alone time. Not really if Dave watches this uh, or if his mom watches it. Everybody knows how much I love my husband. But yeah, so you it goes on both sides. But yeah, being being in it in your home all by yourself, mm -hmm. I could see that um, that could be a challenge and being able to overcome and maybe get more connected with what you do with yourself and the mindset that you can create could be a really a real benefit coming out of this. Uh, mm -hmm. Sherry, as we're wrapping up our time here on the panel conversation, uh, what about you challenge that you've overcome? That's caused because cause of COVID. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with Claire. That's definitely been a challenge. And just respecting the fact that that's really a challenge for all of us right now. We're all experiencing that and really longing for those human connections and going, you know, whether it's a virtual happy hour or a, a phone call with a best friend, uh, just taking the time to connect with people and check in and make sure everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Uh, another shout out, because I did say I have a lot of events. If you go to... Uh, virtualcocktailhour.com. That'll take you to my virtual cocktail hour. So I've created something. I've got a couple events that I've created in spirit of Kova. Uh, we're going to continue them throughout my career. So there'll be new parts of the platform. They will always remain virtually because it'll, it'll take us and connect us back to what we've gone through. And I think that's going to be important. Uh, my virtual cocktail hour is all on personal growth. So I have some uh, powerful questions that I, I have ready. I think this next one that we have signed up about 21 people. So we're getting a, a big, a nice group that are coming in and really opening up personally and what's, uh, what's happening. So uh, you feel free to go to virtualcocktailhour.com and you can RSVP for my next virtual cocktail hour. All right. So uh, wrapping up our panel conversation. Thank you, ladies. And uh, excited to have my individual uh, conversation with you as we move forward here. Uh, coming up next in the Money Hour, buying and selling safely during COVID-19. Sherry Putsky of Windermere Real Estate right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
Are you looking for an edge in this competitive real estate market? Sherry Putsky with Windermere Real Estate is here to help. A top agent on the east side with 13 years of local experience and over 60 closed transactions in 2017, she can expertly help you navigate the sale of your existing home for top dollar or the purchase of your next. Sherry's success is based on her clients' repeat business and referrals, and she greatly values the relationships that continue well after the keys exchange hands. There's no shortage of agents out there. Make sure you're working with the one that has your best interests at heart. If you're ready to love where you live, please contact Sherry for a no-cost consultation or visit her website at sherryputsky.com to learn how she can help you achieve your real estate goals. S-H-E-R-I-P-U-T-Z-K-E, sherryputsky.com. Hi, I'm Sherry Petsky with Windermere Real Estate. Please give me a call at 425-749-6703. I look forward to hearing from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, May 29th virtual show. Again, because of COVID-19, we have temporarily gone virtually, but you can listen to us on podcast and, of course, still catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And we are here to help you build a strong financial. I was actually waiting for Keelan to chime in, and I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Uh, quick pause there. That's why, but he's not here, as you can see, if you're watching us on our Facebook Live. Uh, anyways, we are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to our broadcast. I'm here today to be able to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at one 855 411.50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And in studio right now, we have Sherry Putsky of Windermere Real Estate, buying and selling safely during COVID-19, right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Uh, Sherry, again, thank you so much for coming in. I've had an opportunity to interview you on the show before, and it's always a pleasure having you here. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me back. Always a pleasure to be here. And a little bit about Sherry. Uh, Sherry is, I'm bringing up my bio that I should have already had open here. Sherry is ranked one of the top realtors in the greater Kirkland area. Although over 60% of her business is in her hometown of Kirkland, she gladly serves clients throughout the Puget Sound area. Sherry is a lifetime resident of Eastside of 13 years expertise in both new construction and residential resale. Her clients enjoy Sherry's personal touch and appreciate the professionalism, commitment, and heartfelt care that she exhibits in every interaction. Sherry's success is based on her clients' repeat business and referrals, and she greatly values the friendships that continue well after the keys exchange hands. If you're ready to love where you live, you can always give Sherry a call. All right, Sherry. So first question I wanted to ask you today is what are some of the biggest changes that you've seen? I know in our panel conversation, we talked a little bit about this, mm -hmm. uh, but what else are you seeing in your, your space that's changing? Yeah. So um, first and foremost, we're not able to do open houses right now. And so that, that impacts both buyers and sellers and sellers in terms of showcasing properties and buyers in terms of access to those properties. Um, every showing needs to be by appointment. 
And um, there's a maximum, as I mentioned previously, of two people in the home at a time currently, and that includes the agent. That's um, likely to be lifting somewhat as we move forward here uh, in phase two, we're gonna be able to have a total of three people in the home, which will be helpful for couples <laughs> that are pursuing properties. So that, that's been a big change uh, and, and likely the biggest change. So Sherry, when your uh, buyers are asking you, you know, your, your opinion in, is it safe to get out there? And like I shared in, in Money Chat, I mean, our business is, we have so many purchase contracts that are coming in, every single one of them. You've got to be kidding me. Someone else just bought a home. You know, it's just, he's mind blinded him that, that people are out there uh, looking at homes and making offers. So what are you telling your clients when, when they ask, I mean, you know, is it safe to get out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Safe. Um, it's definitely safe, but everybody has their own comfort levels. And I really respect that. Um, I think people that are active in the market are, are mindful of, um, you know, what needs to be done. We as agents wear masks. It's optional for our clients uh, when we tour homes, whether or not they want to do that. And, and then again, um, sellers um, are oftentimes vacating the property when they have their house on the market, especially in this fast paced market, they're staying in a hotel. So they are not re-exposed to all of the people and coming, coming and going as they're viewing their homes um, and taking extra measures with regards to cleaning. So uh, Clorox wipes and hand sanitizers are usually at the door. Um, a lot of agents are putting together kits with masks and gloves. Um, and, and, and again, everybody has their own comfort level, but there are certainly ways to, to view homes safely. So when you have a seller that comes to you and uh, really needs to sell right now, or they really want to sell in this market, and I know you said a lot of them are vacating uh, homes, which is uh, uh, would seem to me that would be the safest if there would be any concerns. Are there any other safety tips that are you sh that you're sharing with your sellers that want to sell now and not wait till we get back to a new normal? Yeah, well, there is a lot of benefits to selling now. As you mentioned previously, inventory is extremely low. Uh, and there's a lot of buyers out there. You're, you're pre-qualifying these people and they're out looking for homes and there are definitely more homes than there are sellers. And so it's a great time to be a seller for that reason. And then of course you throw in incredibly historic low interest rates on top of that. And uh, there's some great opportunities out there for buyers as well. But in addition to uh, vacating the home, um, really just making sure that your preparation is on point. And so in many cases, the seller is pre-inspecting the home um, and making that report available to buyers. And what that does is if you have an offer review period, it uh, lessens the likelihood of having an inspection contingency on the home uh, from the buyers. And then also minimizes the number of home inspectors in the home. So if there's five five parties that have interest in the home, the seller has not pre-inspected and these buyers want to move through, uh, want to move forward. If there's a review date, in many cases, they're going to try and get their own pre-inspection to strengthen the terms of their offer. And so having five inspectors in the home versus one inspector in the home is, um, you know, it's just a safer way to go. And then just making sure that if you, if you have an opportunity as a seller to pre-inspect that you're addressing items that are going to be of concern to a buyer and basically bring your home to market in as ready of a state as possible. Home staging, um, really great 
photography is also important. And a lot of people are doing Matterport so that they can essentially do a virtual or a walkthrough tour before they ever see your home. So they have a pretty good sense if the home is going to be a good fit for them before they enter the home. So they're not coming and exposing themselves or the seller um, unnecessarily. Yeah, so the, it'll be interesting in a new norm. Are we going to get back ever to uh, looky-loo where you've got an open house and have, you know, 20 people just slamming through the home at one time? Uh, you know, it'll be interesting again what that new norm is going to look like. And, I, you know, that is a great advice, Sherry, on the, the pre-inspection. I've had a couple. I'm surprised that it's actually not more common and, and you know, maybe you're, you're seeing it. But obviously, uh, my call to action for buyers that want to get into hopefully be a buyer is to, is to get their mortgage pre-approved. You want to have that solid approval. But what I'm seeing that there are actually sellers, which is a great idea, are requiring a pre-approval letter before they can even look at the home, whereas that really hasn't been a common unless it's been high-end properties will do that. But on a $500,000, $700,000 home, you, I've never seen that before. So they're having that extra layer before you even make a make an offer. Are you seeing that more common as well? Um, yes. I mean, it's not prevalent, but it certainly is out there. Yeah. In addition to their required pre-qualification, they're asking qualifying questions. They're asking health and safety questions about uh, exposure, um, obviously asking people not to, to view the home if they're unwell. Um, yeah, it's it's a different time. And I, I always hesitate to use the term new norm. I, I do hope that this is a, a temporary norm. You know, I, I felt an evolution during this process in the couple of months that we've been um, in the stay at home order, you know, people, I think are, are feeling more and more comfortable as time goes on getting out. Um, and traffic has has picked up over time. Uh, on the roads and but at the same time everybody still needs to be safe so it's it's finding that balance I think yeah I am so true what I hope a new norm comes from and if people just are they're looking at life differently um, they're thinking of being a little more cautious where cautious is needed in some areas but yes I hope that we don't get an extreme new norm of some of the things that we've always already chatted about today so uh, Sherry what about other options that are available for touring homes yeah, absolutely. Uh, virtual tours are pretty common. Um, you know, we work with a lot of relocation buyers, so it's not a new concept in the fact that we are viewing the home on FaceTime on our, at our buyer's behalf. And so um, they're seeing it virtually. I'm, I'm being guided by them, essentially. You know, if they want to take a closer look at something, I'm able to do that. Um, and it's just me in the home. Everything is by appointment. Uh, but that's a great way to see the home more thoroughly than just the photos on the MLS and offering that remote opportunity, even if they are in the same city and maybe just are not comfortable leaving their home or if they're not in the same city, it's also an opportunity to, to quote unquote, view the home. Yeah, um, so true. So Sherry, what about your, uh, not your immediate team, but external team, meaning all of the players that you need to make everything go well for your buyers and your sellers, you know, like inspectors and are all of those considered essential right now? At this point, yes. Um, and initially that wasn't the case. And so for example, um, there wasn't, our, our sign company wasn't working, stagers weren't able to work. And so there was a, a period of time that um, there was a lot of uncertainty 
in terms of closing, in terms of moving people that needed to be out of houses, people that needed to get into houses. But at this point, um, really all of our team is considered essential. Everybody is taking new, new precautions in terms of how the stagers work. And uh, even for the inspector, the, the buyers aren't able to be with the inspector, um, whereas previously they could be. But there's tools to mitigate that, just like we're, we're doing now, um, you know, FaceTiming with the home inspector. They take lots of videos. Their report is comprehensive. So uh, fortunately, yes, we are able to do our job comprehensively, um, just with a couple of tweaks. Yeah, you know, on that, on that note, with the home inspectors, uh, you know, the, the standard was typically that the buyer would always uh, be there through the home inspection and maybe sometimes the agent or an agent's assistant or something. Is the home inspector in the home by himself now or is the buyer still tagging along through that process? No buyers in the home. So the buyer's yeah. agent and the home inspector would be the only ones in the home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. So uh, advice on for buyers right now, do you think it's a good time for buyers to be out there? I think there is great opportunity in this market, uh, especially buyers that maybe were in the spring marketplace last year and uh, weren't successful. Uh, it was very competitive, obviously. Uh, you know, rechecking in with their mortgage loan officer, I think they might be pleasantly surprised in terms of what they qualify for now versus what maybe they qualified for then primarily because of the rate. And so increased buying power. So even though inventory is a little bit more limited, um, there's great opportunity out there. And you know, at the same time, uh, even though there is demand, there, there are fewer buyers in the marketplace than typically. Um, and so they might have an upper hand in that regard as well. Yeah, so true. Uh, I, I don't know, I feel like a $50,000, $70,000 buying potential or a buying power increase. That's what Sherry's talking about with the low interest rates. Sherry, we've got less than a minute here, but I, I really want to hear what you have to say of what you see coming up maybe in the next six months when it comes to real estate. Yeah, I mean, in, in speaking with our chief economist, we've got a, a great outlook. We are very, very fortunate to live where we live and work where we work. A lot of it is tech. A lot of those jobs have been preserved a lot of those people are savvy enough to see the opportunity in the marketplace and uh, seek to get into, into homes. And so I, I'm a strong believer we're seeing it with week over week increases in the number of pending sales. And I feel really good about it. I think it's a great time to buy and sell. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show again. It's always great to have a conversation with you and appreciate your expertise. Thank you, Tina. Coming up next on The Money Hour, successfully pivoting your business during challenging times. Claire Jones of Clarification Coaching right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you a business builder that wants to implement research-backed strategies that save time and money? Claire Jones with Liminal Clarity helps people just like you get crystal clear about where their time and energy is best spent in order to create sustainable long-term success for their businesses. Claire is a certified leadership coach and business consultant that has worked with small businesses for over 15 years. Her mission is to act as your trusted guide so that you can create the right schedules, the right marketing strategies, and the right processes and systems to build your dream business. This is Claire Jones with Liminal Clarity. To learn more about my offerings, please visit my website at liminalclarity.com. Again, that's liminalclarity.com. 
You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the May 29th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show has moved virtually temporarily. You can also catch us on podcasts as well as on air. Saturday at 3 p.m. with a brief broadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. We bring in studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything money. We're here to help you build a strong financial future. And in studio right now, Claire Jones of Clarification Coaching, successfully pivoting your business during challenging times right here at 1150 a.m. KKNW. Claire, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I always love being here. Love having you as well. And a little bit about Claire. Uh, Claire Jones is an experienced speaker, certified leadership coach, and business consultant that has worked with small businesses for over 15 years. As someone who knows firsthand what it's like to struggle to build a sustainable business, her mission is to act as your trusted guide so that you can create the right schedules, the right marketing strategy, and the right process and systems to build your dream business. As a result, her clients are able to step away from having to do everything themselves and devote more time to things they love. All right, Claire, so we're talking a little bit about um, successfully pivoting your business during challenging times. And I'm a believer that in challenging times are opportunities waiting. And the bigger the challenge, the bigger the opportunity. So I love how what you do is you help business professionals to get in that space and give them the tools to be able to maximize instead of letting this market take them down. So what have you been working on since the last time that we chatted? Yeah, totally. So I've had so many exciting projects going on right now. I mean, this space has been really um, fruitful for me. And I decided that 2020 was basically the year of content for me. So I've been basically getting everything out of my head and into digestible formats for my clients. So I've been working on creating self-paced webinar courses, as well as group programs for each of my three pillars of business success, which I talked about last time I was on the show. And those frameworks are basically the ones that I wish I had back when I started my first business in 2014 to 2016. And those are sustainable schedules, marketing strategies, and overall processes and systems. So I just launched my sustainable schedules webinar course at the beginning of May. And now I'm launching my three pillars group program for June. And to wrap it all up, I'm in the process of launching a newly rebranded website that I'm super excited for. So my new company name is actually going to be Liminal Clarity. I love that. I love how you um, talked about 2020. I do a Live Your Dream Now retreat for women. It's an all-day retreat at my uh, at my home in Newcastle. And uh, I always have them go through an exercise of coming up with a word. And my word this year was opportunity. And I won't give the whole behind the scenes. Uh, but Victoria, who is not on video today, but she knows how, you know, I was struggling with why opportunity, but I always commit whatever word I come up with, I stick with and I'll never change it. And it's so funny, here comes COVID. And so it was just hilarious to, to 
and embrace and go, that's why you never change your word. Your intuition is going to tell you. But um, yeah, so I love how you're bringing in new platforms of your uh, your business. We just opened Tia Media Agency, and which is definitely in, inspired by new opportunity, helping other business professionals be able to do exactly what I've done over the last 10 years, be an expert, share their expertise to... Uh, uh, to people and also be able to connect with other business professionals to help them share their expertise and build a community around their radio and podcast show. So it's really fun to see all these cool things that are coming out of this time. So um, I, I mean, that's just, that's, that's a lot, a lot going on for, uh, for you, Claire, let's talk about the brand. Cause I'm, I'm really excited when there's new stuff that comes into branding and you mentioned your website. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, as I got more and more clear about this three pillars of business success system and all my offerings that were being created around that framework, I realized that my previous business name, Clarifications Coaching, didn't really capture what I was providing for my clients. Sure, I still use coaching as one of the tools to help my clients grow their businesses, but really I'm offering so much more than that. So I decided to pivot into being a business development agency that offers trusted resources and guidance in all of the areas associated with the three pillars, whether that's website development, marketing strategy, content management softwares, scheduling strategies, delegation skills, business plans, operations manuals, or financial systems. It can really be any of those. Wow, that's a, that's a lot that they get um, in your system. So exciting, Claire. So let's talk about what does uh, liminal clarity mean? Liminal means the space in between. I've always been in love with this word. I fell in love with it back in college and I'm so happy to bring it back around. And so the new agency basically acts as your trusted guide as you navigate the liminal spaces between wellness and business, creativity and structure, as well as the transitions between the various stages of your business. I love helping people scale their businesses in particular because at the end of the day, what I want is to help them create a business that runs successfully with or without them at the helm. So, you know, we always, always get sold that dream of become your own boss, make money in your sleep. And it just doesn't really happen that way usually. Um, and then all of a sudden we find ourselves working 60 hours a week, exhausted, miserable, and burnt out. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm here to say that I definitely agree exactly with what Claire is saying and, you know, reach out to the show to get connected with her if this is connecting with you, because it is so important to not just have the tools, but to help create the mindset of how important it is as an entrepreneur, not to be a solo entrepreneur. That means you're your assistant, you're everything if you don't have them. And you really need to focus on the high level activities. And I always say, um, if it's not high level, then you have to ask yourself, can you automate it? Can you de de delegate it or can you delete it and go through that process three times? If you can't automate, delegate or delete, that means you must do it. And if you must do it, it has to be a high level activity. If not, you have to delete it. So I love what you're what you're doing. And you talked about balance and, you know, what a, a perfect time. And it sounds like a lot of this is 
been uh, elevated to the next level because this is already what you're doing, but with the rebranding and uh, recommunicating your message so that people understand what you have to offer, uh, inspired through what we're going right now through right now because with COVA and this crisis, you definitely need to find that space. So how has your business been affected in addition to what we've already talked with for yourself? Yeah, well, my business is actually really doing well right now because there's kind of been a fire lit under these business owners' asses. <laughs> and they're, I'm incredibly fortunate to be able to help them through this crisis because I honestly feel like it's my moral duty to support as many people as possible through this because we're all into all in this together at the end of the day. And I even made a free hour long webinar at the beginning of all of this going over how businesses could successfully pivot during these challenging times. And I went over things like Ascension models, video technology, digital marketing, and digital payment processing, because all of that is super important right now. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, the essential model. Mm -hmm. Expand on that. The Ascension model framework is basically an ascending staircase of different levels at which your clients and customers can access you and your services or products. So the first level is going to be freebies. This can be free videos, blogs, newsletters, white papers, reports, checklists, any type of free resource that you think your audiences would find useful, convenient, or entertaining. And then the second level is going to be one-to-many offerings. So this can be self-paced webinar courses, workbooks, templates, DIY kits, stuff like that. So this type of content is going to be used by the client or customer in their own time without your direct involvement. And then the third level is going to be group offerings. So think things like workshops, live webinars, masterminds, networking events, and in-person courses, basically your presence in a group of people. And then the fourth level is going to be one-to-one -one offerings. So this is where you are directly working with the client or customer yourself. The idea here is to diversify your business income streams so that they're not entirely dependent on in-person interactions, which aren't that safe at the moment. Yeah, and so listening to you, and again, uh, Victoria, my director of marketing, not on video, but she's always um, she's always with me uh, every everywhere and everything that we're doing. Uh, but so we've got I'm I'm a mortgage professional. That's what I've done for 25 years. I'm more passionate about the mortgage industry than I ever have before. I'm the high level activity face to face with all of my clients, but all the behind scenes are taken care of by my team. So I'm really good at delegating, and it's enabled me to add other really powerful things to my platform, which all are an extension in some format of what I represent with this mortgage. But I love to hear what you say because my one time your business uh, coaching program, it's a complimentary course. So we've got that covered. We have the group with me live. So I can have as many people as I want once a week in a group capacity. I do have one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I'm I'm booked for that because I have a, just a very limited amount of people that I take one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. But what we're missing, which uh, sure, Victoria will take some note behind the scenes here, is that group all on their own. So not the intimate group hanging with me, but the second thing you said in group where they're, they're purchasing and participating in something that they're going to be on their own, but it gives them that, that content. So I love picking up new stuff from my, my guests because sometimes you've been doing things for so many years and you think that you've got it all down, but uh, no, none of us are 
uh, expert at, at everything by any means. And even if we think that we're really talented in something, listening to others and what they're sharing is really powerful. So great takeaway for me personally. So I imagine that our listeners are getting some really great stuff as well. So let's talk about technology uh, or video technology, Claire, because I heard you mention that as well. Yeah, because video technology is basically how you're going to deliver a lot of your Ascension model offerings. And like you can use Zoom, like we're using now for one-to-one meetings or group workshops, masterminds, and webinars. But I also love to use a service called Loom, L-O-O-M, to make my one-to-many offerings like pre-recorded webinar courses. It's an awesome tool that will let you record both your face and your presentation at the same time. And then you can use Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or LinkedIn live videos to make your freebie offerings. Okay, so lots of different uh, resources and technology tools to utilize out there. So Claire, uh, digital marketing and payment processing uh, aspect is, you know, is critical too. Can you share a little bit uh, on that? Yeah, exactly. Because if you have all of these new digital offerings that you want to sell now, you have to figure out how to market and sell them online. And at the end of the day, marketing is about intentionally developing that know, like, and trust factor with your audiences. So it actually takes a lot of touch points in order to engage customers. Like, did you know that it takes 20 to 50 touch points in order to engage a cold prospect? That's, it takes a lot of time. So you have to be in their social media feeds. You have to be in their email inboxes. You have to be in their networking groups for at least three months before they'll engage with you. So how do you show up consistently and intentionally online? And then there are so many e-commerce options out there nowadays. How do you know which ones to use? Do you want to integrate it into your website? Do you want to send standalone invoices? Personally, I prefer Shopify because it has a ton of different functionalities and back-end features, but you have to find what works best for you. Yes, and so as we're wrapping up our time here, um, first of all, can you give your website really quickly so uh, my listeners can uh, can find that? Yeah, totally. It's liminalclarity.com. Right now, it's my old website, but it'll switch over soon. <laughs> Yeah, wonderful. All right, so we're wrapping up our time today. I know you've uh, we've also talked about the webinar and how do people get access to uh, to that, Claire? It's on my Facebook business page, so just go to Liminal Clarity on Facebook. Wonderful. Well, Claire, thank you so much for uh, being back on the show again. It's both to have. It's great to have both of you here in this Facebook uh, live. It's going to be interesting. I miss studio because it's just such a an awe moment for especially for my guests that are first time come in to experience Hubbard Radio and all of the shows that they have going there. I'm just a weekly, you know, a, a weekend show, but they've got some really big daily personalities that are that are rocking it. And, you know, so it's a really exciting process. And to get in studio, we get to see Gary with all of his equipment and be on mic and headphones. So it's it's different not being there. But I think I'm going to miss too what we're doing right now where people actually get to see us face to face on video because we we don't have that ability so you might see us leveling up the show somehow and and being able to get us on on camera in studio i don't know but i appreciate having you guys back here on my first time with you virtually so thank you so much yes thank you all righty and again if you want to connect with 
uh, either of my guests, you can call the show at 1-855-411-50 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. This is your host, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day. I'll say uh, goodbye for Keelan Harvey as well, my co-host, which is not here today, but I know he's really sad that he couldn't uh, be with us. And enjoy the uh, rest of your weekend. And we look forward to chatting with you more about money next weekend right here at 1150 a.m. KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.